Six Nations and six amazing chances to win an unforgettable adventure for you and five mates in a Six Nations European host city of your choice. To take part, enter online now at greenking.co.uk slash rugby. Six Nations, six mates and six international rugby getaways worth £3,000. Scrum down and sign up to win at greenking.co.uk slash rugby and watch all the Six Nations action live at your local Green King pub. Terms and conditions apply 18 plus drinkaware.co.uk. Hi, it's Alfie here, the presenter of The Ruck. Before we get to this week's episode, I want to tell you about Funding Circle. And to do that, British and Irish Lions, Saracens and England hooker Jamie George is alongside me. How are you, Jamie? All good, mate. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's good to have you with us uh, for The Ruck. Now, Funding Circle backs small and medium UK businesses with simple, competitive business finance. And Jamie is a Funding Circle ambassador because, Jamie, not only are you day-to-day a professional athlete, but you're also a business owner as well. Yeah, yeah. I uh, set up a business with a good school friend of mine about six years ago called Carter & George. Um, we're a physio business that effectively tries to deliver the same level of elite care that I get as a professional sportsman to the general public. So the link between physiotherapy and strength and conditioning and rehabilitation, etc. I've been looking for a physio, so... I know a good place. I'll get your card after. Funding Circle has supported over 90,000 British businesses with £12 billion in finance since 2010. So, Jamie, simply, how have Funding Circle helped you? Well, obviously, they've got an amazing um, financial product. So um, our most recent venture is is trying to grow the business as quickly as we can. We've got five clinics now and we're looking to push on. And obviously, we wouldn't have been able to do that without the help of a funding circle and um, the financial support that they were able to give us. So if you're looking to overcome challenges or push your business forward, Funding Circle provides finance that backs you and your business to succeed. Visit FundingCircle.com to find out how Jamie is growing his business backed by Funding Circle. Hello and welcome to the Ruck. Steve, where are we? Uh, That's a good question. We're in Auckland, downtown Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, And what's the dodgy lift music in the background? That's just to give it atmosphere, to make it look as if we're in a real downtown, buzzy area with lots of people around. Yeah, we're in the breakfast room of the Ridges Hotel, aren't we? That's where we are, yeah. Which is smart. And who do we have with us? We have the, 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 the king, the prince of the pop papers. Johnny Fordham. Is, it, is he not the king? Uh, well, he's the prince because he's his first church in New Zealand, but I think crowning and regal regality is only just around the corner. Johnny, what an absolute pleasure to have you here on your second day ever in New Zealand. Uh, w- what do you make of it so far? I'm absolutely loving it. I'm still surprised that I haven't been given my uh, my equivalent of build the line to be carrying around and still waiting for the, uh, the kiwi or whatever other animals I have. That's a great point. A massive cuddly kiwi for our youngest. Yeah, we're we're on it next time. Well, not quite the youngest. There's a couple of youngest, but obviously being a rookie, I guess, uh, there has been talk about that, hasn't there? The the other thing is, what's happened to Auckland? 
we, 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 we were walked out yesterday for our first walk down to uh, the harbour to catch a, a ferry to Devonport. The whole, the, every road is up, every building is being redone. It's an absolute disaster. Yeah, we, we told Johnny that Auckland was, was, was a, a, a sunny and uplifting place. Did we actually, no, we didn't say that, did we? No, we didn't. No. Uh, we sort of said it was all right. We, we sold it a little bit. And Johnny, what have you found? I, I, I really like it. I think this is, for those who are listening and have been to Melbourne and been to Sydney, it's a mix between, well, for me, it feels a bit like the mix between the two, but as James was saying earlier, I don't know where all the people are because um, I think I've seen about three people today in total, and that's about it. Is it, is it sort of Melbourne cross with Leatherhead? I don't, I don't know Leatherhead, I'm more kind of a... <laughs> <laughs> more uh, kind of the main streets of South West London myself. So. Well, what's pathetic is they don't even have a ridiculous monster traffic style at 9 o'clock and 5 o'clock. I think it's pathetic for a big town. The, so so th- there, 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 is some, there is a lack of logic here. As you say, there's no traffic. Yeah. But do you, do you know why they're, they're, the whole city's been dug up at the moment? I don't, actually, but every building seems to have scaffolding and every road seems okay, to be... OK, well, I, I, I have the answer. I, was, I, I researched this for this, this very special programme that we are now broadcasting from the uh, dining room, sorry, the, kid, the, the, the breakfast room. And the answer is this. Here we are, quite, we're a reasonable way into the 21st century, I think it's fair to say, isn't it? And here in Auckland, they've decided to put in an underground system. Right. Okay. Th- they hadn't thought of it before, but that's what's happening. And where's that underground, I suppose? Yeah, yeah, but they have to start from the top, which is which is why Queen Street, the, the main drag, is being dug up. Next year, Queen Street, which is the, the I mean, that's the that's Oxford Street or the Kings Road um, or Pall Mall, all rolled into one, isn't it? Yeah. Next year, it's going to be shut down while they do this. Right. Okay. Well, it is a total mess. It is. It is, it is a nice city joking apart. Isn't it? Uh, okay, we've got to put it in the underground slightly late, probably 400 years after the metro, but. Um, you know, good luck to them. And uh, is there how many lines? Are there? Just one line from the top of the street to the bottom, or are there any more lines? Uh, I don't know how many lines, but the, the question I have to you, Johnny, is: Can the Lions build a team quicker than the Kiwis can build an underground system? Uh, it's seamless and uh, very <laughs> well, not too clumsy a link. Um, <laughs> the, the Lions can they build a team? Well, I, I think that obviously Saturday's game is well. In a way, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as it's a, it's a free hit and it's a, it's a no-lose situation because they're easily going to win it. Um, but also on the flip side of that, everyone's going to expect them to put 30, 40. I'm sure the New Zealand press will be utterly unimpressed unless they put, I don't know, 50, 60 points against uh, a, a team of rookies. I mean, I'm just looking at the team now. I, could, I don't know who any of them are apart from uh, Bryn Gatland. Um, he's obviously Warren Sump. So, uh, yeah, look, looking through it, it's, uh, it's a kind of mixed mash of... Uh, couple of players who played a bit of super rugby and the, the others who have just played kind of lo- local local provincial rugby in, in New Zealand. Sh- sh- okay, sh- should we now have, have a, 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 um, a, a ruck podcast team announcement? Yeah, team announcement. Okay, Jonesy is now going to announce the team. Well, it's just, just because people may be waking up or um, or not read, read the Times yet or the Sun and uh, not know what the team is. So up front is Joe Marler um, with Rory Best and Kyle Sinclair. Second row, tasty combination, Alan Wynne-Jones and... Uh, Ian Henderson. Henderson was really uh, given big raps by Sam Warburton in the press conference today. Back row is uh, Ross Moriarty, Toby Faletau and Warburton captain. Halfbacks are Greg Laidlaw and Johnny Sexton. The three quarters are Tommy Seymour, Ben Teo, Jonathan Joseph, Anthony Watson uh, with Stuart Dogg fullback. And again, uh, 
Um, uh, Tio uh, was discussed a lot by Gatlin today, uh, especially they see him as an inside centre. I think he's got a, got a heck of a way to go before he gets into test contention. That's that's the team. It's not bad. Uh, Gatlin, uh, when asked about the philosophy of the team, said it was selection uh, almost by right or, 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 or almost by mistake because they were the people who didn't play in the in the in the cup finals. But uh, it's it's a decent team. Interesting game, as Johnny says, should be an easy win but uh, this is New Zealand and um uh, do, do, do we have a bench Mr. 23 man game uh, um, jo- Johnny is now going to read us the bench while he, he uh, dials it up on his laptop yeah so on the bench there Jamie George Maka Polo, the two Saracens players uh, Tad Furlong George Cruz another Saracens Justin Tipperich Reese Webb Owen Farrell and Jared Payne who actually watching earlier at the uh, uh, where were we earlier what, where are we again we were in the North Harbour rugby ground yeah that, that'll do so so watching earlier it was, actually, it was interesting to see Jared Payne um, everyone else was kind of inside the stadium and he, he, he was he was out kind of on the edge of the pitch doing a bit of uh, physio he didn't look to be in in that good nick to be honest you know when you see the guys kind of do a bit of physio and they're kind of testing things out and you see that little spring in their step if they they are feeling good he was he was looking quite kind of labored doing it uh, it looked to be his, his foot or his ankle so it'll be interesting to see um, how fit he actually is come come game time uh, there we are some uh, some uh, unique insight here on, on the ruck we we, we we have doubts over Jared Payne and his fitness so so um, as you say Steve Warren was um, uh, at pains to, to to explain that the team was picked largely on who, who got into camp first. Mm. Uh, at the same time, we look at that team and all you want to do is try and read into it what he's thinking. There is an all-Wales back row. There is the, the fascination at, at 10. So he had the three 10s come in together. So why has he picked Johnny Sexton? Uh, he's got Owen on the bench. Does that mean that he can then go to the 10-12 uh, uh, Sexton-Farrell combination that of which there has been a, a lot of talk. Do you think we're wasting our time by trying to, re- to read insights into this? Yeah, I think probably. I mean, the, the, the Lions tours, and I've been on a couple. Of, I mean, it's 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 looms as the biggest game ever, and then at the end of the tour, you've forgotten about it. You've forgotten who played or anything like that. So uh, he's got to pick a team to play in two nasty teams in the week against the Blues first in Auckland, then the Crusaders in Canterbury. But again, you can't look uh, read too much into it. Warren, it seems to me, he's been asked continually whether he would have this 10-12 combination with the two fly halves. I said on the ruck before we came away that he won't. I still don't think he won't. And remember that uh, the the average weight of, uh, of of Warren Gatlin's 12s in his whole coaching career has been about 20 stone, usually with Jamie Roberts. So I just don't see it going that way. I really do not. Jo- Johnny, one interesting thing uh, on the team for me was the choice of the reserve uh, of the bench front row, uh, Mako Vunipola, Jamie George and Ty Furlong. That's uh, three outstanding ball-playing front rowers. Uh, do, do, do you think that's, again, something we can read into that they may as a unit could be could be held together yeah yeah I, th- I think so um there's still doubts over Ken Owens and, and when we're going to see him obviously he's not not been picked for this first this first game and he's still battling with this ankle injury so whether or not we'll see him in the second game or the third game still Warren Gatman's unsure quite where his fitness is so I think at the moment like you say I, I would pick Jamie George to go up at the All Blacks anyway I think that he's just He'd be that, your starting yeah, hooker. I think he's got that Me little too. something special. I think that he's he's ready for it. I think 
yes, he's played what 17, 18 games for England and not started a single one. It's a, it's a, it's a kind of a record. Johnny's no just being being uh, humble there. He knows perfectly well it was eighteen. A, a record that no, nobody wants in, in in Test rugby. But I think that when you watch him play for Saracens, he's just been absolutely formidable. I think that he's he's a reliable hooker and he's also uh, a, a player who. It gives you something different. I think you look at Rory Best, he's a pretty much straight up and down hooker, just chucks the ball in scrums and that's about it. Um, can, I mean, can I just um, um, say a word about the tour itself at this stage? It's got its sort of rather sort of charming stage in it when it's in its short trousers, and the players are almost like um, some sort of large boy scout cap. They're clearly loving this idea of getting to know each other, the people they didn't know before, and uh, everything's all the kit is the free kit is gleaming. Everybody's got a handshake. All their tracksuits look spit look spick and span. Everybody's got this optimism. It is quite a charming. Uh, a, a, a time of alliance tour. Um, it, it grows up big and strong, and not, not all its growth spurts are, are, are good news, etc. But it does have this sort of almost innocence. And a colleague of mine, John Hopkins, said it's it's a cross between a medieval uh, a medieval campaign and a, and a Sunday school outing. And we're in that we're in that stage. And Conor Murray was saying today how much he was enjoying sort of um, sharing a room with Dan Bigger, etc. These 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 guys were deadly rivals, and it is a nice stage of the tour there's savagery to come but um, this this part is anyone who comes over I always recommend they can watch the start of it because the end can go anyway usually against the Lions but uh, let's enjoy it while we can okay so so uh, tomorrow boys we're gonna leave the, the heavenly sanctuary of the Ridges Hotel uh, pile into cars and head two hours north uh, to Fongarai, uh where the first game will be played uh, I- I've never been there Johnny's never been to Auckland so he's never been there Steve you will have seen the first game in 93 was there uh, th- there has been Lions history there what, what, are, what are we going to find when we get there uh, Fongarai. Yeah. Um, th- yeah that's what we'd find um, I was there in 1983 I stayed at Settlers Motor Inn and it was a real charming place then it's one of those motels where it was op- op- open concrete corridors and when you opened the door you went straight into the room there was no hallway or anything like that it's a, de- it's a decent place I went back in 93 we recommended uh, a really good restaurant myself and um, the polecat a lot, of, a lot of journalists know who that, who that is and a few of us we went into this restaurant we sat there and it all looked great then a rodent ran across the floor that's what I remember chiefly about it and also I met a girl who was Miss Louise Louisiana she was the reigning Miss Louisiana and uh, we didn't go out to dinner that night but um, I always remember that, and I just hope she's still around. She'll be grandmother Louisiana by now, that's a problem. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a decent city, nice stadium. Uh, it's near the most northerly set of traffic lights in, uh, in the world, and uh, I think we'll enjoy it. But first we have to get through the tourist board um, welcome to the press evening today, which a lot of uh, uh, would take some doing. And then uh, off to Fangarai tomorrow up uh, Highway 1. Fantastic. And Highway 1, uh, the, well, geez, that's, that's their M1, isn't it? As a, and how, how, many, um, how, how many lanes on that? Are, they, is it, are we sharing one lane each way? or is it? I got an idea there's two lanes, but there's one in each direction. Um, so it, 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 it's fantastic, but there's not many cars on it. So you wouldn't build a six-lane motorway up there, I don't think. Or 
probably, I don't, I doubt if they'll extend the new tube system out there either. But it'll be good because also the, the day after, I'm not, I hope I'm not spoiling your line, we're going to the Bay of Islands after that. So for one or two days or something. So that'll be, that'll be good too. So Johnny's ticking off these places that he's been to in, in New Zealand gradually one by one. So Bay of Islands, that's a bit peculiar, isn't it? They're doing the official Lions welcome on the Bay of Islands on Sunday when they'll have been here for three days. So more, more um, rub noses, more, more, more rub, rub noses. More rub noses um, more semi-naked people with uh, with tattoos on their faces doing. And that's just the journalists. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, um, you fancy some of that, Johnny? The half-naked dancing? Are you? Um, no, I, I think I'll keep my kit on for this. Uh, really? Are you doing that tonight after the, the uh, after the press welcome? Maybe, maybe at the end of the tour, uh, if, if the Lions win, maybe it's something to consider then. Or if you get me my. Uh, my uh, cuddly toy to take around for being the rookie. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing the country. It's one of those things when I, I want to kind of do a bit of research of the places before I go, but also at the same time, I'm, I'm reluctant to do it because I just want to find out what it's like when I get there as well. I, I feel like I should be kind of doing all the research and finding out all, all about these places. I mean, because everyone talks about New Zealand and everyone talks about the culture and how it's all different. And we've heard Warren Gatlin being saying for months now how he's getting the getting the lines to, to listen to the, the Kiwi music, the, the, the Kiwi films, all that kind of stuff and kind of immerse themselves in it. Six nations and six amazing chances to win an unforgettable adventure for you and five mates in a Six Nations European host city of your choice. To take part, enter online now at greenking.co.uk slash rugby. Six nations, six mates and six international rugby getaways worth £3,000. Scrum down and sign up to win at greenking.co.uk slash rugby and watch all the Six Nations action live at your local Green King pub. Terms and conditions apply 18 plus drinkaware.co.uk. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com ACAST. The Rock Podcast is proud to be sponsored by Funding Circle. Funding Circle has been supporting small businesses since 2010, so they know that like rugby, running a business takes hard work, drive and a good team supporting you. They've helped Saracens and England hooker Jamie George grow his business. Visit FundingCircle.com to find out how. If you're looking to improve different parts of your business or hire talent with extra know-how, Funding Circle provides finance that backs you and your business to succeed. Funding Circle, business finance that backs you. Um, so I'm just looking forward to seeing the different kind of areas and, and, and what they've got to offer. And uh, yeah, it's, I mean, if you're, I, I guess if you're if you're a rugby fan, this is just the absolute ultimate, isn't yeah. it? To come to a country like this is such a such a magnificent occasion I think it's, uh, it's, it's you know World Cups obviously in football and, and, and cricket tours have that kind of thing but I guess with, with the Lions tours you've got, you've got the same team you know they're going to be playing 10 games it's not like a there's a certain exhaustion European Championships when you know you've probably got about 40, uh, 40 minutes of decent football and the rest is an absolute letdown so. there's a certain exotica about coming to, to New Zealand I mean you, you wouldn't describe it as an exotic country but you're going to, to, to uh, out of the way places that, that, that professional sportsmen would, would rarely 
rarely go to. That's that's one of the charms uh, of an old-fashioned beast that the Lions is, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, it, obviously, it's not as charming as it was because we used to go to real one-horse towns in the old days. You know, um, the the tours had never been to before, and you can touch the hem of the Lions. And at that stage, they weren't on every TV program, and they weren't on every uh, online, and they weren't on all the various forms of media that there are now. But uh, and so when they got there, it was like they were like Martians or aliens. It was just phenomenal feeling. But uh, rugby tours are great, and um, you know everyone says there's no place for them in the modern world. Well, there's three of us here who are going to keep fighting for them because, despite the vicissitudes, we love we all love being on tour, um, and um, you know that, that that's the main thing. As long, long they may they, may they continue, let's not put them down to eight. Let's keep them up to ten games so we can see these places. Quite right too. So first of ten games, Saturday afternoon, hour, evening hour time, um, uh, uh, 8:30 in the morning UK time. Uh, there's, there's, there's no two ways about it. This is a the, the have to win game. If, if they don't win this one, then it's it's a, a start that no one could even conceive of. Is that right, Johnny? Yeah, I mean, as we said earlier, I think it's this is a game when they'll stick 30, 40 points on them. There'll be players that will be out there that will be nervous. I'm sure there'll be players that will be out there uh, desperate to, to prove a point as well. We talked about uh, Johnny Sexton being in the side. He's obviously had a bit of a an up and down season. Uh, great heights beating the All Blacks um, back in the autumn, uh, well, just before the autumn. And then obviously it lent so he's kind of... Uh, <laughs> injuries and form and all that kind of things affected him so I'm really interested to see how he goes because I think right now he's kind of he's he's well behind Owen Farrell uh, and it's going to be interesting to see if he's but it's, if it, him and Dan Bigger because I mean no one's talked about Dan Bigger I mean, you, you, you never know he, he could come out obviously he destroyed England in the World Cup he could come out and all of a sudden leapfrog Sexton as well so it's going to be fascinating I think that battle for the number 10 shirt we go, you go through the whole team you're talking about the front row as well I think yeah, like I said, uh, Jamie George, I think he's got to start as hooker, but you look at the loose heads, the tight heads, you go through the whole whole team, there's so many intriguing battles. Maybe the only one that's not is the, the full-back position, frankly. Uh, so, so we should talk a little bit about the team they're going to play. And, and when I say a little bit, I think I mean a little bit, because um, we don't really know them, do we? That, that's, that's the point of it. There's, there's one player that we all know really well, because we recognise the name. Johnny's already mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bryn, Bryn and um, Bryn Gatland, that Bryn, is. Bryn, sorry, yeah, Bryn Gatland. Good luck to him. Um, uh, it's very difficult for him. I was rather touched when Warren uh, said before the tour that Bryn will be desperate to beat the Lions, but then the day after will become a Lions fan. Just proves that uh, blood's thicker than water or nationality, sort of thing. So, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I, I'm just a massive admirer of Warren. I really like the bloke. I think uh, all this stuff about Warren Ball that people coming up with is a completely non-existent, redundant concept which never never existed. I mean, Wales used to play like everybody else in the world, by the All Blacks. Uh, I really like the guy and um, um, Mr. and Mrs. Gatland, and uh, I hope it's a, it's a great day for them. hope uh, Bryn has a good game and probably hope the Lions win the game. That, that, that game, more than any other, would it be fair to say, is a game where the opposition can make names for themselves? Uh, I think it may be a, a slightly old, um, uh, uh, outdated statement to, to, to say that people will be looking to, to take scouts or, or, be, or become known through, through, through uh, um, outrageous tackles or whatever. But um, 
but that is a game w- w- where un- unknown players will get a chance Kiwi players will get a chance to, to make a name themselves yeah absolutely and obviously all the, the, the super rugby sides will be, be looking at these guys and if you perform in a game like this all of a sudden you're, you're, you're well in the shop window um, I, I, I agree with your statement there about the kind of uh, this this used to be the kind of the, the rough and tumble game and a uh, few shots flying in everywhere yeah headhunters they're called yeah, aren't they? I, 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 I don't think there's going to be much of that I, I think the, the one player who, uh, who might be doing a bit of that is Kyle Sinclair who talked about how desperate he is to come down to New Zealand and basically fight everyone in his words so. is there anyone more exciting in Auckland <laughs> in the whole of this country than Kyle Sinclair he literally literally he cannot wait to get at him uh, he's so excited he, he, he's sharing a room with Rory Best and he says he, he said Rory just tells him to shut up because Kyle Sinclair is just asking him questions all night bugging him for bits of information just he, he is absolutely loving it I, I, I think I think it's brilliant to see someone like him it's so it's so enthused about the lines and the, 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 he, the stories he tells about it he, he's spoken before how he, in 2009 he was rolling around on his mum's kitchen floor bawling his eyes out because they'd lost the series I mean it's just brilliant Blame me, I wasn't rolling around on his mum's kitchen floor, I was certainly rolling around on my own floor when they contrived to lose that after the greatest Lions performance I've ever seen. Funny about uh, the greatest Lions, 1971 did lose their first game, so it's not the end of the world. But um, again, the funny thing that these things change so much because, uh, you know, in the, in the old days there would have been a ref there who was a cheating Kiwi, there was no television match official, the touch judges couldn't intervene, so there'd be 15 people who did want to make an impact literally on their on their opponents so you won't get that now but um, good luck to these to the to the provincial team they're sort of doing really well in uh, Warren Gatlin's press conference today which we all attended it there was one uh, curveball thrown by uh, one of the local uh, TV media I think it was uh, who, who said Warren that there's some stats showing that uh, 98% of 78 of, 78 thanks Johnny no no you're, you're spot on it was 78 that's a jet lag blame the jet lag uh, we, we, can, we can do jet lag uh, excuses for another few days so anyway 70% of, of, uh, of New Zealanders could not name a single person on, on the Lions squad uh, Warren handled it quite well said he, uh, he hoped by um, by the end of the tour that that would be down to 77 or 76 that's um, that this is the, the, love, the rugby loving country uh, that, uh, that we've all talked about uh, enough before. What, what does that say about them, Steve? Um, well, the thing is, I mean, 78% of Brits or Irish couldn't name a single New Zealander, a rugby player or not. So, so I mean, that works both ways. But first of all, I don't believe the statistics, a bit like the polls at home. It sounds fishy as hell because uh, I'm sure, they, sure they'll um, more than 78% know almost half the team or more. Um, so I think it was a curveball uh, stuck in by someone desperate for a story. Um, but uh, you ask uh, the Brits at home to name 100 Kiwis and they get up to about one or two, I think. Apart from Dame Kiri to Can... What was her name again? She sang <laughs> Prince Charles's wedding. Dame Kiri de Cano. Yeah, no, you're very good, very good. But um, as for the Olympic sprinters and um, um, great uh, athletes, etc., not many, so there we go. Peter Snell? Peter Snell, I was just about to say him, yeah. Uh, one of my school teachers was Kiwi. He was six foot seven. He 
He rode in the uh, LA Olympics and won, I think he won a silver or something. He was strangely in our biology trip as well. A guy called Shane, uh, Shane O'Brien. Six foot, six foot seven or six foot eight. He was an absolute monster. But he's played for the Lions as well, didn't he? Oh, that's Shane O'Brien. Okay, there we are. It was it. I thought Warren handled it really well. And um, if uh, the Lions win the Test Series, it doesn't matter who's who to them and who hasn't. But, but it does sort of say something about Kiwi rugby culture, doesn't it? That they are very I- I inward looking. They, you know, they could reel off the, the top 100 players in their own country, but can't, can't name a single line. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. And what, what I've kind of gathered from New Zealand since the however many 27 hours or whatever you said that we've been here now is that it seems like this is probably going to sound quite offensive to the, the Kiwis and they're going to they're going to hate it but let, it, seems, let it go it seems like it's a kind of Australia light type place like we said this this place feels like Melbourne and Sydney um, you've got uh, these poles that are exactly the same kind of thing that you see in Australia all the time all the you've got the the, the rugby columnists here just basically taking shots at, at Warren Gatland at Ben Teo there, the, the Kiwi-born player from Auckland. You've got Jared Payne, you've got all these guys just mouthing off. And it's just like, you read the stuff sometimes and think, blimey, what is this absolute nonsense you're writing here? Um, and I'm sure they're more humble than that. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they are because you, you see their players and they, they don't seem to be like that. The All Blacks players don't seem to be like that. And, ne- and neither does Warren Gatlin. So it's, it's interesting that the, I, I just feel that they kind of... I tried to be very Australian in a way down there. That's a rather challenging comment. I think you'll be getting a urinal in uh, <laughs> Queenstown very shortly, Johnny. When it, with your comparison that uh, Australians and New Zealanders are so alike, it's hard to tell the difference. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think um, you know the, 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 the rugby lovers love it. I mean, uh, there's a huge constituency of pe- people in New Zealand. A bit like West Indian cricket used to be, where you've got to pretend you love it because you've so the step. If you if you say you don't, you never meet anyone who says, "For God's sake, shut up about the All Blacks." Don't you? Even though a lot of people would prefer you to. So, uh, no, look, it's uh, it's rugby country, and it tests your love for rugby. You may find that at the end you didn't love rugby as much as you thought you did. That's an interesting point, actually, because Jason Robinson, who just uh, just signed up as a as a columnist for the Sun for the for the Lions, or when I was catching, Jason Robinson, star columnist for the Sun. There you go, the super super Sawway Sun. Jason Robinson on our team, the, the best team in victory, um, obviously alongside the Times and the Sunday Times. Um, but he was saying that when he came here, he found that. He said that I, I love rugby. He's a, he's a rugby legend. He said I love rugby, but he said I don't like, I don't love it as much as the New Zealand folk do. He said, I, you know, I can take it or leave it. Whereas down there, he was like, it's just their life. Everything is about rugby. You know, you wake up and think about rugby. You play rugby. You watch rugby. There's TV. Rugby TV programs, there's you know columns, all the kind of things, and you just can't get away from it. And yeah, that's I guess again we're talking about the kind of intensity down here. I guess that's another thing that these players are all going to go through as well and experience. Mm. I I think that's something that we'll be sort of taking the temperature of over the next six weeks we'll, we'll see to what extent we agree with that to what extent the, this country really is still so in love with the game it, you hear or you read uh, a fair bit about they have this massive passion for the All Blacks and, and the, for the professional game but they don't turn out to watch the Super Rugby and, and, and numbers in, in, in junior levels of, of clubs aren't as great as, as they're struck up to be so, so, so we don't want to get this out, out of 
proportion, but there certainly is um, uh, an obsession with their national yeah, team. Isn't absolutely there? right, Owen. And uh, you know, we were talking. We just talked. Johnny was talking about uh, the, the, the 78 percent, etc. I mean, that's because they have no idea what it goes on in European rugby. Warren Gatlin did say today that most Kiwis think that the Premiership is still played in six foot of mud. Well, actually, the Premiership A is more exciting, more attacking, and B is far more competitive than, than Super Rugby. I mean, you know, the Super Rugby teams in America, in uh, New Zealand are terrific, but actually they're playing your grandmother's second 15 most of the time when they go to Argentina, South Africa, Australia. And, and you know, the, 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 compa- the, the competitiveness of the Premiership is absolutely vast. Top, uh, bottom can be top any day. So, and, and commercially, it's on a different planet. It's on a different planet. So uh, I think the obsession is the All Blacks. Whether or not rugby's great here below that, I very much doubt. Okay, so um, uh, thanks for that, Johnny. Thanks for that, Steve. Sorry about the jam, I gave everybody at home, but we'll be back. Uh, we'll be okay in a few days. Yeah, if you listen to this on fast forward, then it might be better. Yeah, exactly. Or backwards. Yeah. So uh, we are now going to the uh, press reception, uh, and um, we're going to behave well. Steve? Yeah, we're going to show um, our calling, the fourth estate, Her Majesty's Press, and the T-shirts press, obviously, in Ireland. In an excellent way. And, and then tomorrow, Johnny, we pile into the car and, and the tour is really up and running. Yeah, I mean, th- that, that's the bit I'm looking forward to. I think get that first game out of the way and, and we're rolling because since we've been here, we've just been bumping into one press conference to the next press conference. Um, and you, like you said, the, the players are dying to get started. Uh, the fans, you know, there's loads of fans in our hotel here in Auckland. They're, they're all really excited as well. Everyone's looking forward to that little road trip up north, uh, two hours or whatever it is, probably uh, three hours for some of uh, our colleagues driving, I imagine. But uh, yeah, I think as soon as we get underway, then yeah, they, they, they just come thick and fast. Excellent, boys. Thanks very much. Uh, thank you, anyone who listened. And uh, uh, please join us again next week uh, when we have returned from Fongarai. We'll be back on Monday. Uh, thank you for listening to The Ruck. Uh, see you in Fongarai. Thanks for listening to The Ruck podcast. We're delighted to be teaming up with Funding Circle. Funding Circle has been supporting small businesses with access to the finance they need to grow since 2010. They know that like rugby, running a business takes hard work, drive and a good team supporting you. And they're working with England and Saracens hooker Jamie George to help him build his business. Visit FundingCircle.com to find out how Jamie is growing his business backed by Funding Circle. If you want to invest in your business and take your team to the next level, Funding Circle provides finance that backs you and your business to succeed. Funding Circle. Business finance that backs you. Six nations and six amazing chances to win an unforgettable adventure for you and five mates in a Six Nations European host city of your choice. To take part, enter online now at greenking.co.uk slash rugby. Six nations, six mates and six international rugby getaways worth £3,000. Scrum down and sign up to win at greenking.co.uk slash rugby and watch all the Six Nations action live at your local Green King pub. Terms and conditions apply. 18 plus drinkaware.co.uk Okay.